Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus player Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going. All right. Good. Man. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, it's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. And you can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all the audio social media out there, like uh, Spotify. You could do this. Spotify! And iTunes. 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 And, and the other one. Yeah, all, all the other ones, right? I, I had you, a dream. You know, SoundCloud. I SoundCloud. had a dream that I was listening to one of the podcasts. Uh, I had a dream last night that I was listening to one of the podcasts, and we had, we were interviewing somebody, and on the podcast you couldn't hear the person we were interviewing. <laughs> Is like, this like it, a nightmare for you or yeah, something? Yeah, I woke up with anxiety. So, Road Rash. Make sure that wire is connected. <laughs> I feel like a, a rat might have eaten through that wire for the connection of the guest. So, so I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteaks in a house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets fired up, which we needed this morning because... Well, we found him standing out there in front. He was locked out with shorts on, shivering. He... Uh, he had some oh, something to overcome there. He had a little. Stuff, it was cold something, outside. Something. It's cold outside. What is it's forty-two that? degrees? Forty-one or forty-two? Forty-two yeah. degrees. I have thirty-eight at my house. Thirty-six. It's gonna be. Uh, so it's going to be, be nice upper 50s, upper 50s, low 60s, maybe. Yep, that's going to be the call for the week. Is what it's going to be like today, I guess. Anyway. Um, so on this show we talk about hunting and fishing and whatever else we feel like talking about. I think people You're tired. Everybody's tired. tired. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm really the only one that has I, I, real reason I have to be tired. Decision and for, Road Rash, he yeah. just woke up like four minutes ago. He went to a movie yesterday. He's absolutely beat. <laughs> well, Did you have to stay up during the whole thing? Well, no. I don't know. There's some movies that wear me out. No, you know? He, you know how tough it is to sneak in a sandwich and then eat it like undercover so nobody sees you? <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. He said he forgot his wallet. And, uh, uh, and then he explained that 
He went to the movies yesterday, and he gave his girlfriend his wallet to carry in her purse so he could put a sandwich in his pocket. And I said, you are so one of us. <laughs> oh. I just no. loved it. I'm, oh I'm worn God. out from di- what, what I would call decision fatigue. Yesterday, oh I wanted to go. I, want- I had to think really hard <laughs> all day. No, I, I wanted to go hunting. So bad. I know but you did. But then I knew I that I needed you. to get stuff done because next week we're going to, um, we're we're going out to Lano Springs to that Texas youth hunt. Okay, that we've yeah. got, you know, and that's pretty important, right? Okay. We got yeah, kids coming, and uh, and so I'm the head, I'm the hunt master for that, and so I've got to be. At, they expect it. So I did that and my uh, vehicle maintenance stuff yesterday, and the whole time my rifle was sitting there right on the counter waiting for me. me. And I was like, no, I will not hear the siren call of my rifle. I want to just (laughs) get up and go. If you would have said yes, I would have gone. I left Friday at lunchtime, drove to Zapata, Texas, got there. Unloaded six rods out of my boat, tied, uh, pulled all the string off, put all new string on, tied up lures, went straight from there to registration for the tournament, Bass Champs tournament on Falcon Lake. Registered for there, left straight there, went to grab something to eat, grab something to eat, went and fueled up the boat, the truck, went back to the hotel room, packed everything up into the boat, into the truck, hit the bed, woke up. Four and a half, five hours later, undid the, you know, got the boat ready, packed the boat, put the boat in the water, fished at a tournament, and packed everything back up. Did you Again, have a into Did- the truck, drove home, <laughs> unhooked the boat last night, drug everything back into the house, took a shower. By 10-something, I was... I don't know what happened until 5:45 this morning when my alarm went off and uh and here I am. And and it's it's not that wild of a deal. It's just I realized yesterday driving back like I got to get back in fishing shape, you know, where I can do this, where I can go multiple days on 4 hours of sleep a night for you know, several days in a row. So it's just getting back in fishing shape. But it's hard, man. That first one or two of the year, like I'm beat today. So is it more mental or is it physical? I mean, Well, it's both. I mean, I've got my back is sore. My shoulders are sore. My, you want to join me for MOGA? No, we could, we I could, want no we part could of do, that. No, uh, I just need to fish more. I need to get back in fishing shape. You can't, you can't build up your crankbait muscles in your forearms with anything you're doing i guarantee we could come up with some kind no, of no now you can we, work on your core that's right <laughs> <laughs> my back sore a little bit you know, yeah that's because you got a weak core buddy you nah, could we can do sasquatches together i'm up to 33 sets of 30 now i'm sm- smoking it dude i was gonna say that but you don't you mm-mm. and sometimes a man must wear stretchy pants <laughs> Well, long underwear, stretchy long underwear is what I hey, wear. Hey, I do. So. I wore long underwear yesterday. I like I like these. Uh, Cabela's makes these little long underwear pants that kind of like the flap in the back. Pants. Yeah, they're yoga pants. Yeah, they're kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> redneck. Yoga. I kind of like. So he's em. got all the gear. He yeah. ought to just join you. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. But I wear he's, that's kind of his kind of like I I kind of beefsteak. I kind of have the right stuff. <laughs> I have a. 
I have I, I wore fishing pants over them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can wear your fishing pants at yoga, moga. Yeah. But anyway, it was uh, it was a. I I just realized, you know, you got to get in shape for those things. It's like hunting season. You know, if you're used to going up to the ranch and getting up at a certain time, or True. you know, doing all that, taking a nap at two o'clock in the afternoon during what? hunting season. You, you take know, naps. It, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. You take nap Man, in the middle of the day. Man, when you have kids around, those kids they never stop. That's the so problem. Maybe I naps. maybe I hunted too much this year. I just slept too much in the middle of the day and hibernate. So huh? my day didn't I didn't fish yeah. or uh, <laughs> no outdoor. Th- I didn't activity. have a gun crying my name. You didn't even go uh, outside. No, I well no I <laughs> wow. really didn't. But I but I did. Go to Harbor Freight and buy one of those torches that goes on a butane tank. Oh, I love those, man. Didn't work. Oh, uh, no, it didn't. So I'm <laughs> pulling up the tile and You were going to burn the tile off inside your house? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Says, I the, hear the, says the, the guy on who... Says the guy who has a chapter in his book that, about burning the... Playhouse down. Playhouse down as a child. Some things never change. Some things never change. He lets it off in his house. So uh, (laughs) I I looked at all the YouTube videos. Just burned the carpet out of this room. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at all. Hey, I had a fire extinguisher there. Uh, I looked and a hose. (laughs) (laughs) Running. (laughs) And a a wife standing there with 911 ready to push the button. Uh, No, I have. We have those old stick down floor tiles they go you know down on the concrete yeah and man they're 40 years old or 30 years old Did and they just break apart no they don't they <laughs> some of them came up but the majority of them were a nickel size piece at a time just chip 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 and i mean we got like a fifth of the room done and it was like that was miserable we tried everything from i had put a a, a chisel gun on my uh air compressor mm-hmm. you know but it's only got like a one inch blade on it and that's the biggest one i could find at harbor freight and i just well that worked a little bit and then we had you know the tile scraper which is manual which that was horrible uh then we had a heat gun and mrs granny used that on some of them you know slowly but surely but it's such a slow process and then I just thought, I went on YouTube and looked at all the options, and there was a guy like, he goes, oh, well, you can use a little electric heat gun. Well, then you can use a handheld propane t- torch. Or you can use the big one <laughs> from Harbor Freight. And so I drove over to Harbor Freight. I got one of them bad boys. Yeah. Didn't but work. It was toxic. The fumes, the burning tile. <laughs> <laughs> That's why your eyes are red today. Jeez. <laughs> oh, but we got a section done. And then... I, I told him after we were comparing notes as I was making a five-hour drive home last night. Okay. And I said, you know, there's like this little tool that you run over the tile. You spread this little chemical thing. They got it at, you know, the Home Depot or the Lowe's mm. or whatever. You let it sit for six hours and it scrapes right up with a putty knife in two seconds it's kind of like when you refinish furniture yeah and you just put that stuff on the top yeah theory, yeah and then you wait about three or four hours and then it yeah. just slides right slides off. right off piece of cake yeah well and you then, gone and then, in between and then that. that's not the worst part <laughs> oh the worst part is after we did it 
and we're sitting around going like, well, well now what are we going to do <laughs> with our bedroom? And uh, and we're leaning towards putting carpet back down. No. And yeah, why wouldn't you stay? They're, they're actually leaning towards selling the entire house. <laughs> actually, <laughs> putting carpet back over the tile. What and we saying, don't forget it. <laughs> it's for sale. Actually, uh, staining, we don't know. Staining's a big deal. Yeah. I know, but you got to sand down. It's just a, a no whole other thing. No it's way. Just another whole process that we're just not. But anyway, I tell you what. You don't want to see what's underneath carpet after 15 no, or 20 years. No, I did years. that, too. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Carpet's my disgusting. Gosh. It is bad. It's really nice when you get new carpet and you get to lay on it. Beautiful. And it's, soft and, it's awesome. But Especially if you have dogs We don't inside. allow dogs or anything upstairs. We redid the upstairs last year. Yeah. Not, e- not new even carpet, kids. New, there's nothing allowed up there. No. No kids. No, no even granddaughters. Probably granddaughter will get a pass. And then- Today, yeah, I'm, she can have whatever she wants. But she getting back to the outdoor world, um, so today I'm doing a, a absentee test and a uh, and a, a redo. So I did a, a hunter's ed class like last week, and so to, today I'm going to um, do a anybody that was absent or wants to improve their score. I'm going. Did you know you have to? If you redo the test, you have to go to a higher number. You have to pass by 80. And uh, so we're going to do that today to give them an opportunity if they want to. And that'll be good, right? That's awesome. Something else that's good, McBride's Guns. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own rights to own guns it's imperative we support our local gun shop the one we trust with our constitutional rights and money is mcbride's guns they're austin family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice mcbride's guns you'll find mcbride's in the same place it's been for years the corner of 30th and lamar you can call them at 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com mcbride's guns is our hometown gun shop we'll start digging in on the flip side it is the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're listening to it right here stay tuned 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. Man, it's a beautiful morning here at the bunkhouse on top of the hill. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, are amazing friends at Shore, serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool oyster selection over there. You're going to want to go check out. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio. It would be a perfect day for a brunch over at the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Don't miss their desserts while you're there either. The spiced chocolate cakes to die for. They got fresh made breads. Go visit our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They're located at, on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for more details. Shoreatx.com for more details. 
Sure, Raw Bar and Grill, go get you some. Just got back from Lake Falcon last night, and uh, the Bass Champs' second event of the year was at Falcon Lake yesterday. And, uh, man, great morning. We were supposed to get some rain. It was supposed to rain till like, 10 o'clock in the morning. The rain held off. Didn't get a drop of rain. Looked pretty. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) Uh, It did, you know, was gross going down. The fishing, uh, you know, notoriously on Falcon is phenomenal. And... uh, but we've had some reports, guys. That's why I've I had called buddies. you. That's why I called you. I said, I'm so jealous you're going down there <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Falcon Lake is is awesome. Um, typically had a bunch of buddies. I mean, several buddies fish last week or so and just said how tough it is. How You know, they'd go down there to practice for Bass Champs and just how absolutely tough it is. So my expectations were... You know, put your head down and try and catch five keepers. It sounded like that was going to do the deal, you know, at least keep you in the running. And uh, that's exactly what we did. We went down there. uh, My buddy Bill and I, we fished together and uh, we ended up 24th out of 200 or no, 142 teams. We ended up 24th with 15 pounds. And then it dropped off pretty quick after that. 50th place. Eight and a half pounds. So, uh, you know, less uh, a third, you know, to make it in the top third, you're looking at eight pounds, you know. That is that not is, Falcon. That is one fish <laughs> that's Falcon. That's one fish at Falcon. And, uh-huh. and when you're used to, you know, seeing 30-plus pound stringers winning tournaments, now it still took, don't let me take anything away from it, it still took over 26 pounds to win. So, and you know who, you know one of the guys, I know one of the guys that won. Who? Uh, Rodney Marbach. Is he a Marbach? Marbach, yeah. Of the Marbachs. Don't you know? (laughs) Mike, one of Mike Marbachs? Yeah, I think it's his brother, right? Oh, I don't know. Pretty sure. Wow. Yep. Okay. Mike Marbach runs Christian Outdoor Alliance. He's a... A uh, an outfitting service here in in Texas. It's super good guys. And Jake Salvagno, they brought in uh, twenty six pounds. Second place was twenty five. To make it in the money, you needed sixteen seven. And you had sixteen six. <laughs> no, that's typically Again. how it works. Yeah, I know. That's why I said no. That. I had fifteen oh one. We were six spots out of the money. Oh man! So uh, five spots out of the money, but twenty fourth uh, out of how many boats? To uh, one hundred forty two or something like That's that. Good. Yeah, yeah. So good thing is points wise. So I was thinking about this. You got to find the positive in every tournament you fish, right? Find the points, baby. We didn't. We didn't cash a check. You know, we we're a couple places behind cashing a check. But last year. Last year in Bass Champ South, we were ninth place in Angler of the Year points after the entire season. We finished ninth place in Angler of the Year points, right? Well, we threw our fish back in zero this tournament last year. So we got zero points. So I'm just thinking I'm 120 points ahead of last year's. There you go. And I only needed 90. I think we only needed like 90, 90 points to win Angler of the Year last year. So I'm way ahead of the curve, baby. 
Wow. So that's okay. Your, I don't know if that means anything to y'all, but Angler of the Year I, just oh, throughout oh. a season of anything would, you know, just shows consistency. And Sure. I've never even come close. I mean, I've been in the top 20. Came close last year. Yeah, and that's and that's probably as close as I've ever been. But, I mean, I hadn't been, like, in the top two, like, running back and forth, tournament to tournament. I finished in the mm. top 20 usually or whatever, you know, just kind of like average. Usually... Usually averaging, you know, just outside the money line <laughs> is how I finish. Like, you know, rarely good enough. Not in twenty twenty. You're gonna have a blessed twenty twenty, bro. Yeah, oh. well, I had a great, I had a great finish to the year last year. So, uh, but it was just good to get back out, man. Getting in fishing shape, I didn't realize really is a deal. You know, I, I, I told you you could come and with me. I'm like. Why does that hurt? The older you know? I get. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. I watched. Wait till you 36. See, you know, uh, going on 37 here. Having traveled with some of those guys, some of the longtime old timers, they there's a lot of them that will tell you they, they wished or they regretted that in their early days they hadn't had a workout re- regime or, or, or something that helped them. Now, granted – the boats back then didn't have some of the, you know, yeah, design features that you guys and... have that, you know, I mean, they their backs got beat up. I can tell it got a little windy mm-hmm. on Falcon yesterday, and it was, it was rough. I can tell my lower back's a little sore. Now, of course, I drove five hours down there the day before. I drove five hours back last night. You know, I beat down the lake in these you know, wave, you know, for an hour of boat time total, you know, over the day or whatever. So, but you said you loved your new trolling motor, man, that, that, that whole spot lock deal, we're standing out in the wind. So we were catching all our fish on crankbaits on, uh, points first and secondary points leading back into spawning pockets. I mean, it's like textbook, location rocks hard bottom something like that something for him to hold on we cut all ours on rocks which falcon is real simple to dial down it doesn't mean that it's easy to catch 26 pounds it means that it's it's real simple in the fact that you there the fish are either on rocks or wood they're either shallow or they're deep there's four factors now you got to put that right puzzle together and figure out which one and and then you got to find those areas but it's real simple to me in my head. That's the way it works. You know, there's not docks, there's no grass, there's, you know, not a mm. bunch of different elements for these fish to be in. Well, and then and, there's the American side and the Mexican side. <laughs> well, yeah. Then you got gill nets and all that kind of stuff. A whole nother factor. But, uh, so we found them on rocks and, and one of the places where I actually caught the biggest fish was out on a main lake point standing straight in the wind where you're trying to, you know, you got your nose in the boat and the trolling motor coming out of the water. And I had that trolling motor that has that spot lock feature. I, I mean, I said it 42 times yesterday. Spot lock feature is this thing where you push this button and your trolling motor is going to keep your boat in that same spot, you know, within a few feet or whatever they say. But... It's going to keep your boat in that exact same spot without you having to do anything. So now, rather that than stand, freaking stand on that Brilliant. trolling motor and try and keep us in somewhat reasonable spot while the boat's 
you know, splashing up and down, bam, 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 hitting these waves. I just stand with my both feet on the ground, just making cast and fishing. Great, got GPS. <clears throat> so yeah, it locks it all on. in place on the so GPS. That, so in the in the world of trolling motors, there's a group of guys that were sitting around going, "Okay, let's get our anglers in here. <laughs> let's talk to them." Come what to is, find out, I think they had it in the saltwater world like several years ago. A similar feature, and they've had it. They've had it, and they were like, "Well, you y'all don't, y'all don't have that. You or want what? it? Why, you want it? Sure. Why would you want it? You don't need it for anything." Yeah, but, but I mean, it it rocked the fishing world because even Van- two two more manufacturers came out with trolling motors this year with the feature that had never made trolling motors. Garmin and Lowrance both are now making trolling motors. I've never made trolling because motors. Because of that feature. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's it's revolutionary. So, a lot of fun in the fishing world. Uh, it's just getting started. Golly. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off of the new Ram truck. That's Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Like the 2020 Texas Auto Riders Association Truck of the Year, the Ram 1500. That's right. Better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. And if you like to travel or spend your day at the lake or the ranch, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds and a ton of storage space. All right. Go see our buddies over at the Supercenter. Supercenter size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. Now Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin. Or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. News of the Weird up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it right here or catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. This guy's here in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone. We're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, the Outdoor Zone. Thank you, regulators, for being tuned in. Uh, I want to remind you, archery country, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail bear, or game around the world, Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all about all the tournaments and school programs. They can coach kids and hold classes regularly. Go see our buddies at Archery Country at 8121 Research Boulevard or find them online at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. 
It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, I who don't did know why who that. did this show prep? <laughs> well, you can. I'm looking at it, going, "This is not. This is this is not right." Well, let's go the opposite of it then. So I was thinking, um, I was thinking about news of the weird, and I don't know why I didn't end up plugging something in there, but I did. <laughs> well, this was a an article, but it was. I think we uh, had intended it to be one of the uh, you know armed citizen. You know, of the week, uh, congratulating and showing, you know, the cool part. Uh, I did I did have a story about um, News of the Weird. Are we going to talk you want... about this article or are we going to News of the Weird? News of the one. Weird right. is... So, for this week, and uh, what I'd seen was this weird... <clears throat> this weird-looking pigeon is actually a drone that flies with real feathers. The weird-looking pigeon uh, is... Is a uh, have you seen it yet? But no, but I, no I, okay. I saw that come about. across. Yes, all right. Radio, actually, it's a, a drone it that like. flies with real feathers. So the drones, they're now trying to get them to not be just the, bzzz, but they're trying to recreate, and they have recreated the bird brains was the number one thing. Robotics have been turning to birds for flight inspiration for years, but they haven't yet successfully managed to get a drone to fly like one. But David Lernick and colleagues at, at Stanford have come to uh, one step closer to creating the first flying robot with soft maneuver. Why would you change? What does that do, though? I don't understand what, because the, what he, the difference or why that would make in, a difference. In Espionage. My, in my mind, a bird flying, you know, you get a, a hovering... You know, for the bad guys or whatever you're trying to do. Apparently it uh, works. It can apparently, work, but people spot nobody, him. Well, and apparently the them. bad guys don't see it coming. No, that, hence uh, the, uh, so the recent terrorist explosion. The, uh, the right? one that I saw, too, was a hummingbird. It was, yeah. in a, it was in a movie recently, and they were and they'd created one that looked like a hummingbird. It was super quiet, but it had... A bird characteristic, so the way it moved around. I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, so it could fly by. I mean, you see pigeons yeah, you flying don't think by. About it. You don't think much about uh-uh. it, right? Or if they're circling I or do. if they land. I think. Kaboom. So do you look at them and go, Come on, shoot them. They're, they're, they're trying to spy on me. And it'd be much better to have a pigeon drop off where are you gonna have Amazon a pig- package. I mean, where are you going to fly a pigeon to Hello. spy on somebody like in Iran, any kind of bird over oh, that right over that the like, airfield in Iran. They, yeah, you think they got a bunch of pigeons just flying around in Iran? <laughs> well, do you know they don't? No, you uh, don't. I do know that you don't know the, that. I do know that the uh, that the regular drones seem to work just fine on our last visit. Yeah, that was a different one though. That was like a long distance. <laughs> hey. Why do you need to get down there with a bird? Oh, my gosh. Missing Polish farmer feared dead being being has feared that he's been eaten by pigs, his own pigs. Polish investigators fear a pig farmer last seen on December 31st has been devoured by his own property in that. I mean, think about it. Isn't that interesting? How uh, to me. Uh, you're saying it's old news. It happens all the time. Well, pigs are eating people now pretty regular. 
Governor Abbott presents Governor's Medal of Courage to West Freeway Church of Christ hero Jack Wilson. That's the crowd. Governor Greg (laughs) Abbott today presented Governor's Medal of Courage to West Freeway Church of Christ hero Jack Wilson at the governor's mansion. The governor thanked Jack for his willingness to risk his own life to protect others in the congregation and expressed the state of Texas endearing gratitude for Jack's heroic actions. When faced with an evil that few of us will ever comprehend, Jack Wilson responded with strength, bravery, and with love for those in the church that day, said Governor Abbott. The courage of his actions cannot be understated. And Jack is the only, is not only a hero to West Freeway of Church, he is a hero to the entire state of Texas. I like that. The Governor Medal of Courage is given to civilians who display great acts of heroism by risking their own safety to save another's life. And it is the highest award given to civilians by the governor. Jack Wilson is the head of the volunteer security team at West Freeway Church of Christ in White Settlement, Texas. When a gunman opened fire on the congregation on December 29th, um, Wilson jumped into action and fired a single round at the gunman, killing the gunman and preventing further loss of life. I guess yeah. this, uh-huh. I, this is good because it's weird because so many people are going against something like that. And Governor, you know, Abbott, man, he just stands sta- up for that all and the of homeless. It. All of it. If he's not careful, he could be in the White House someday. Yeah, mm. We'd be blessed to have him in the White Wouldn't House. Wouldn't that be cool? You know, it was funny because I drove on the way to Harbor Freight yesterday. The one I go to is on South Lamar and Ben White. Mm-hmm. And once again, they cleaned out all that homeless stuff out there. And once again, they just come back in and start putting it all back up. They put it along the sides of the road now. Did you see that? It's oh, not underneath. Oh, man, Ben White is <laughs> just nasty. Hey, uh, I don't, this is kind of more news of the weird related. Florida's got a problem. It's spiny, sneaky, hard to spook. Even with the uh, serious scuba gear, the lionfish, it's made its way from South Pacific to the Sunshine State in the 1980s. It's been a popular aquarium pet, but it now reigns in the salty reaches of the eastern United States and Bermuda, hosting hundreds of individuals in a single acre. Uh, you really just have to kill them, said Casey Benwit, a marine biologist. I guess it's non-native and it's becoming very destructive. Yeah, it's it's invasive, and what and what they're trying to do now is, and you can't just grab it because I think it's got like spines yeah. on it that'll yeah. sting you. But uh, they're trying to figure out a way where you can kill, catch them, kill them, and then cook them, eat them, make them edible. They're trying to come up with, you know, and you know, they, they came do up that with, with a harpoon throwing robot uh, shaped like a pigeon. No, no. Okay. So to kill these lionfish. <laughs> so it's this robot that spots them and sh- sh- harpoons them. That's kind of, you just let oh, it go, man. man. It's like what a, if that thing goes rogue and just starts cruising? That's what the I'm ocean saying. What if it stuff? just like. Killing people. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good movie. You ought to see it though. It's this little thing, and it it, it just shoots the harpoon out and stabs them and drags it back and in there, and sucks them into the machine so it holds them. I guess you know to grinds them up, spits them out the backside. <laughs> hey, that's so, a good idea. 
have have you heard about the drones that take your uh, leader line and go all the way out into the, uh, you know as far as you can from that. the show? Uh, right? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking uh, with, with a pigeon going back to pigeon. Wouldn't that be better? You know, just having the. <laughs> Oh, there we go. You don't try and sell me on a I've, pigeon. I'm a pigeon drone is the that. dumbest thing I've ever heard. What's the What's the point? It, it is. Give me a reason that a pigeon drone is going to be better than just a regular drone. The ultimate camera. still going to make noise. It's still going to be. Meh, 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 meh. It's got to weigh the flat. I mean, there's no. Spray some WD-40 in it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Right. No, the ultimate camo, right? It'll just I mean, go. It's not, though. It's, I mean, caw-caw, what, caw-caw. nobody. I'd pay attention to a plastic bird flying overhead. That I guarantee you, those drones like are a... flying over you already. You don't even know it. My wife, we were sitting on the porch yesterday, and she's like, I see those three drones. And I'm like, what? She goes, oh, yeah, they're out there. They're hanging, watching us. Well, it it happens all the time. I'm telling you what, we just watching our rain. Especially you, <laughs> just the neighborhood. The HOA is watching me. Right? Just, <laughs> they're seeing if you're building. Got any illegal buildings or boats? Yeah, in or, your, or feeders. You got an illegal bi- uh, boat in your yard? Oh, I know that. Yeah, and a ga- yeah. wild animal feeder. Just because it's a new year doesn't mean you have to miss out on a great deal and on a new Honda because your Central Texas Honda dealers will get you off to a fresh start in 2020 with great year-beginning savings on a new Honda. So get where you're going with a deal you'll like in a Honda you'll love. Like the 2020's Honda Civic, that's KBB.com's best buy of 2020 in the compact car category. And best of all, every Honda comes with standard Honda Sensing. And their suite of safety and driver-assisted features like road departure mitigation and collision mitigation to help you and your passengers get where you're going safely. So if you're envious, don't be. Buy a new Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. All right, we'll be back right after this. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. It's only one place. The Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck. All right, welcome back. Hey, shout out to all our pastor buddies out there and those folks that are setting up for church that are getting the coffee made and the parking lot set up. And it's a cold morning out there. It's in the 40s, and uh, and they're getting up early. Uh, Mrs. Graney is getting up early this morning because she's going to be doing set up at uh, our church, Austin Stone South, at 8 a.m. She's got to be there at 8. Pastor's got the easy job. My wife's going to church early this morning to sing. She's doing oh, the practice. Oh, she's singing and, today? Gosh darn it. And so she's up early. But, yeah, pastor's got the easy job, man. They just show up and let God speak through them. So Yeah, an hour or two hours a just, week. Bada boom, bada bing. You just listen to God and ask him to speak through you. You don't got to do anything but Come show on. up and talk. Shoot. Wow. 
Sun Automotive, <laughs> at some point, everybody needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you tr- can trust. Use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto is family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials as well. Sun Auto Service got locations all around Central Texas. Our family locations are at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Okay, so there's more to this whole thing that I want to make sure we don't stop and... uh, and miss Pennsylvania Pennsylvania teens charged with felonies felonies after viral deer abuse video charges are finally filed in the Pennsylvania deer abuse case there was an awful deer abuse video that lit a firestorm of fury across the internet a few months ago two Brookville Pennsylvania teenagers have now formally been charged with felonies in the case, the video, which showed the young men laughing as they repeatedly kicked what appeared to be a dying deer, made worldwide headlines. Okay, it was an 18-year-old boy and a 17-year-old boy. Apparently, they'd gone out, shot a buck, and um, and then did a Snapchat video. The buck went down but didn't die. And the, one of the boys was over there. I think both of the boys were kicking it, but the, only, the part of the video I saw was just one, and I didn't want to watch the whole thing anyway. I, did, I just yeah. had no interest in watching the whole thing. But they were just kicking on it while it was down, and um, and, it, and they did it on Snapchat, and then it went viral, and, of course, everybody went nuts on it, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. And what I started thinking about when I was reading this, and we do game warden field notes every week on this show. We talk about the good work the game wardens are doing to uh, protect our resources and just all the other stuff they do. And we do it for game wardens and, and uh, federal parks, uh, rangers across the country. And, uh, you know, we want to report what these guys are doing and some of the crazy stuff that goes on in the parks. Mm-hmm. And in the in wildlife uh, investigations and all just everything like that, and what I really wanted to make sure that we uh, highlighted, and and this is a perfect video of it. These these kids, these two boys, they're not representative of an outdoor guy, an outdoor no, family, no, 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 no. outdoor heritage. What we talk about, what we instill. In the kids and the and the and the adults that we mentor, and that we want to be around, this isn't even something that would be part of 
and any I, on any level of acceptable behavior. I would I would venture to say that the same goes for ninety nine percent of those that are brought into the outdoors and educated about the outdoors sure. as well. And the education or part more. is the or most more, important. Yeah. Last weekend I did a hunter's ed and a quarter of every a quarter of the time spent was on hunting heritage and doing the right thing. You know, being when nobody's looking and, right? and, 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 and an awareness. And I, I just heard something yesterday. I think this counts, but yesterday they said that the, your credit scores right now are the highest they've ever been for people. And I think it has to do with education on getting in debt and not, you know, getting debt free. And a lot of the programs that people are, it's kind of widespread. Everybody was talking about that for the last five years. And I think that same thing happens when you get kids into hunter's ed and you start talking about baselines of heritage, you know, education on why you do, how you act, how it looks to other people. Do you want to be that guy? I think they're just out there being rogue and they're just kids. They are rogue. And, and I'm, but I mean, but the part of the, the deal with those two boys is those two boys there's some there's something amiss there. There, there there's there's not fathers in the picture there's not uncles training them up there's there's something missing in that in that picture there that created the desire to have this kind of behavior and i can tell you that um the lack of proper outdoor mentoring um, and I posted on my Facebook this morning another article from Psychology Today on how the Internet and screen time is just sucking. It's this vortex just sucking our kids into it and adults, too. So if you're hearing this, if you're listening to this, you, you probably talk to yourself about your screen time, if you're honest. But the... Uh, the vortex is just sucking our kids in and they're not getting outside and they're not getting trained in what to do. I think a, and a lot so, of people, a lot of people don't. Here's where the, I think the, there's a disconnect. A lot of ki- people go, well, kids are just rowdy. That's the way they're going to be. But I've learned from being in the mentoring with KOZ and, you know, some other stuff is that when you give them a lofty goal, they enjoy meeting that and being upright and adhering to it and the discipline of that uh, and getting a father or a mentor or man's, you know, like, hey, good job. That we means had, everything compared we had, to the other way around. We had a story of a, a boy who uh, was with a group of uh, other boys with his outdoor mentors. It was a kid's outdoor zone group. They went off somewhere, and the little boy had a pocket knife. And he was on this borrowed bus, and on the way back, he with that pocket knife, he cut the seats and he scratched his initials in the paint in the back seat of the bus. Well, his mentor found out about it at this church, and he uh, he made that boy. He Held said, "Look, you got two yeah. options: become accountable and step in and do this, and we're fix gonna, it and pay for it. Fix it, pay for it, admit it to the owner of the bus." Or you don't get to participate anymore. A couple weeks went by, that kid, that boy chose to do that. He does not have a dad at home. He chose to do that, did all the right things. And the other thing was the the mentor, the guy who was mentoring him said, now it it, it took me four hours to fix that stuff you screwed up. And you're going to work with me four hours at the church. And that little boy lit up 
Said he couldn't stop smiling. <laughs> couldn't stop smiling. You know why? Because he gets to spend four hours with the man who cares about him. It's going to change that boy's life. That's what we like, and that's the problem. On the flip side, we'll talk a little uh, with Doug DuBois. Speaking of, um, man, they have got the super hunt going on. A Ooh, huge, yeehaw. huge event that they have every year and uh, introducing some kids to the outdoors. We'll talk to him on that. Uh, plus your Armed Citizens Report, your Peter Report. It's your favorite hour coming up next. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Plus, catch us 24-7, 365 at the outdoorzone.com. Outdoor Zone.